No, he didn't slam you. He didn't bump you. He didn't nudge you. He rubbed you. And rubbing son is racing. And welcome everybody to Locked On iRacing. I am Peter Wilco Wilkinson, and I am joined tonight by two lovely lads. We'll get onto them in a moment. This is our third attempt to get this podcast recorded. Apologies, everyone. I recorded it last year. My microphone sucked. I recorded it a week ago, and the website picked up the wrong microphone. So they were both useless recordings. So apologies for the delay between episodes, but we are here to talk about the Shipbox Rally. That is right. We've mentioned it on a few things. We've mentioned it uh, through a few podcasts, and we want to go into a depth a bit of a chat about what Shipbox Rally is, why we're doing it, and how you can help. And to join me tonight is my Shipbox Rally driver number one. I'm driver number two. Uh, Vic is driver number one. Welcome to the podcast for the third time, mate. Yeah, cheers, man. Uh, looking forward to maybe one day actually getting one of these released. So third time's a charm, as they say, and yeah. We'll see. I the who knows what will happen between now and release day. I don't know. But I'm also joined by, by our was backup driver now locked on lads 2.0 number one driver J Mac. How you going, mate? John good. Henry. Good, Wilco. Hey, Vic. G'day, Wilco. Going good. Going good. That's excellent to hear. So we had a really good episode. I th- I think it was some of our best content that you'll never hear. It's only the three of us ever heard it. So well done on listening to that unique and one-off episode, boys. But we're here Appreciate to talk it. about Shipbox Rally and the fact that we're doing the winter version of 2024. There is an autumn version coming up. Uh, and J-Mac is doing the spring version of 2024. So just quickly, the highlights of the winter version of this Race is not a uh, race. Well, oh, I keep on saying the wrong word. Naughty, um, naughty. I know I'm terrible. Uh, however, the we will be starting in Melbourne. Um, and where do we go from there, Vic? Because I've just realized the website I've got doesn't have it on here that I've got to go to a different page. Where, where we start, we go from Melbourne and we're going to Alice Springs through which different towns through which different towns so i'm going to bring it up because oh, i there it is. do I have it, it here somewhere oh you found oh, it yeah yeah hey is our first stop Silverton hey. is our second stop tib tibubara is our third stop windora is our fourth stop uh Badawi is our fifth stop uh tuba murray is our sixth stop and then we finish at alice springs so that's a seven-day trip I was going to jump in, but I just wanted to hear you murder those names again. <laughs> I was trying to avoid That's that. one highlight from everybody because he did just as bad a job last time. And Yeah, and, and we're not even going to talk about the spring ones. We, we, uh, Mr. McHenry here is going to start in Bendigo, finish in Townsville, and go to six other places in between. But, that that's always Many good. letters in it. <laughs> many <laughs> letters in the name. There's some interesting ones in between there, that's for sure. A lot of them are actually fairly um, close to the places that we go. So pretty much you're heading up the west of New South Wales, uh, right almost on the border of, of South Australia there. and We, then dance, we been... dance across, yeah. We dance across and back again a couple of times. Into South yeah. Australia a bit, yeah. Yep. And then we get to where that little dicky spot of Australia where South Australia goes into Queensland uh, and sticks out into Queensland's southwest corner for a little bit. 
And then that's where the two change direction for the last two stops. One goes west and one goes northeast. So Hmm. um, if it's dried out by then anyway, uh, J-Mac, you might have to get there and get the paddle boat out if we... If they keep on getting the rain they're getting at the moment, so oh, we might we might be getting to that point and starting. To, we might be uh, towing you guys out by the time we get there. They <laughs> might be able to pick us up on the way through. <laughs> uh, so we are uh, to the winter one is on the June fourteenth, and we'll finish on June twenty second. So if you are in Melbourne around June thirteenth, fourteenth, come say hi, uh, and then John McHenry will start on October eighteenth and finish on October twenty sixth. So. If you're in Bendigo around the October 18th, you'll be able to see a Mr. John McHenry in a car that had some school stuff on it. Yeah, it'll have some nice Locked On Lads logos and things like that on it. Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. So that is, uh, in a nutshell, what we are doing. Um, I want to throw to Vic now because Vic's the expert. He's done this so many times. He is the best man to explain sort of why we are doing it and what it is that we are doing as far as what is the shipbox rally, mate? What what is your version of the shipbox rally? That's not a race. So my experience from the box rallies. So the company that runs the shipbox rally are known as box rallies. They run several different events. Uh, all of their events raise money towards the cancer council. They started in two thousand and ten, I believe, and have just ticked over over forty two million dollars raised in that time um shipbox rally is their main fundraisers they run three of them a year now they do another one called the mystery box rally which is slightly shorter um you start and finish in the same city and you don't know where you go you get a map each day of where you travel um i've completed two of those in the past in 2016 and 2017 Great fun, great people, uh, very well run and organised events and just a great time and always wanted to do um, a shipbox rally. Life's been pretty hectic in the last few years and it finally come up a chance to do one and um, yeah, both of my parents at different times suffered from cancer, the terrible disease that it is. Um, They've both passed away now, and yeah, I've inherited the ever-classy Mitsubishi Scorpion that me and Wilco are going to be using from them, and thought what better use of it than to use it to raise money for Cancer Council, and also have a cracking good time driving through the bush, making fun of Wilco. And that's what everyone really lives for these days, to be honest. Uh, making fun of me is the number one uh, uh, social activity of life at the moment for everyone. So, uh, yeah, so we, the main point is we are raising money for Cancer Council through this trip. Uh, we do need to raise $5,000 by the time or about a month before we leave. Uh, we've just crossed the first deadline, which is... Oh, we're just about to cross the first deadline in a couple of weeks, but we have we have actually crossed the donation mark for that. Uh, we're at thirty thousand. Sorry, thirty thousand. Jesus, we're at three thousand and thirty dollars at the moment. So uh, we do need to get another two thousand nine hundred and seventy dollars. No, that's not how it works. One thousand nine hundred and seventy dollars. <laughs> you know, it's been a long day when I'm doing stuff like that, but. Um, 
that's where we're at. Uh, J Max doing a lot better than us. He's actually got sponsors, which is something we'll, we'll talk about in a sec. But the idea is it's it's not only raising charity, which is a great cause. You know, Locked On Lads, we do raise money for charity whenever we can. And this is our first six months of this year sort of push and can't wait to do that. And it is a great reason to do it. But it is also uh, the experience itself, which we'll talk about a little bit later of going through these outback towns that no one in their right mind should be able to pronounce and meeting all these people. Uh, some of these towns will be hundreds of people max and we'll have about 500 people coming into the town uh, and um, basically lifting their spirits, uh, helping them, you know, make a little bit of money themselves because we'll be fly- driving in 500 people, will need food, uh, drinks and, and good times to be had every night. Uh, and we will be doing that seeing parts of the country we have no right in seeing unless we're doing something silly like this. Driving on roads that should not be driven with a two-door coupe, and it's going to be fun. And we always – i this all started because I turned around and said, I want a locked-on lad's real-life car, and put throughout one of these rallies as an idea, and Vic had done one before and said, I can get you in, and we said, let's do it. So – that is a rundown of sort of why we're doing it. Uh, J-Mac, have you got anything? Did we miss anything like that in, in that little explanation on why you want to do it or what you're getting out of it? Well, same thing, uh, really. I mean, I think it was something that was discussed in one of our group chats when we were racing one night or after racing. And to me, it just sounded like something that I wanted to go and do one day and and be raising money for, for people and, and visiting these outback towns, like you said, and... What that involves is is another thing altogether again that um, we're raising money for for one thing, but also helping these remote communities with well five hundred people rolling in and cash flowing through and giving them sort of some highlights for the year and that sort of thing. So yeah, being part of it certainly something that um, once I heard about it and saw a bit more about it was something that um, certainly ticked the box for me. Something I wanted to be part of. Yeah, definitely, and it's one of those things that um, it's it's for Vic. It's more than a once a once in a lifetime experience, but it's one of those things you'll always remember. Um, I've only lost one parent, and I lost that parent just over twelve months ago, and that was to cancer. Um, but and the it was sadly coincidental thing about all this stuff is both of our fathers. I believe it was the same day. Yes, so. It was uh, meant to be in it's some also respects. Sh- strangely, a bit of a connection that sadly we have, but hey. Yeah, look, we always crash into each other on track and, and always one, one behind each other on track. So it was, it's not that odd. We're always doing things together. So um, hmm. spinning, things like that, you know, flipping yeah. cars. Yeah. Very so, good at that. Um, yeah, that was, that was an interesting little moment. So, um, but yeah, look, it's, it's happened and it's a good excuse to, to raise money for a great cause um, and meet some new people, which is I'm flicking, I'm rolling through as we're, as we're talking, the teams for uh, the winter version of the rally. And there's some interesting people in there uh, with some, it's going by the photos anyway, but there are some people that have already raised like $29,000. Uh, some people haven't raised any, but they'll have to hit their deadline soon. Um, some people don't show their their amounts, but um, five thousand is the minimum. Uh, what what we say we're at for the for the 
so far? Running tally for our one? For the event? Yeah, have we got... a great question. Give me two seconds. I was just there. The running tally for winter is $715,000. There you go. So autumn's already at $1.3 million, so we want to beat that if you can at all help. But uh, Spring's yeah. at one hundred and forty grand, and I think that's all J-Mac. So. <laughs> <laughs> not me, not just all me. No. <laughs> Let's let's talk about how our people out there can help. So we've got a through Shipbox Rally, we've got a donation link. So at no stage are you giving the money to me or transferring the money to Locked On Lads. It's all through a proper website, uh, which goes straight to Box Rallies, which then goes on turn to Cancer Council. Uh, we've set up a link, lockedonlads.com/charity or lockedonlads.com/shipboxrally. We'll get you to that donation page. Um, and then you can donate over there. That is the simplest way to do it. Uh, that is how how the easiest way for everyone to do it, basically. But there is a second option. Uh, we didn't really talk about this in the last two recordings because it was something I, I wasn't really gone into depth with, but uh, I think it's a very good option for a few people out there, especially maybe some uh, leagues or some people who have some a business that want to get their, their name on this beautiful car that is the scorpion uh, we'll have some videos coming out of the scorpion very soon and you can see exactly how pretty it is but uh sponsorship of the car is, is one method so basically it's a minimum of 110 dollars, and that 110 dollars basically buys you a sticker package for the car and logos on websites uh and all that kind of stuff through shipbox rally and all their promotional material they put up that's the minimum generally we're asking for the $500 mark uh, if you want to sponsor. That includes the $110. Everything above the $110 is a donation. Uh, so it is the same deal. It's a tax-deductible donation for the company. Uh, and then you get your car uh, sticker put on our thing, plus uh, promoted all through the website uh, and all their social marketing that they do over the course of the Valley and obviously going to a great cause. Did I get that right, J-Mac? Yeah, well, that, that's that's it in a nutshell. You, your the company stickers, logos, uh, prominent in the front of the cars on the bonnet. Um, yeah, there the, is actual sticker templates that we have to we we're not allowed to put stuff on the car in certain spots because they're the prime location for these sponsor stickers. We have to leave it. them free. Yep, um, and then yeah, with the the logos on the websites and that it all links back to the websites of the companies that are sponsoring so it's a great way for them to get their their name out there and be involved in something that is supporting cancer council that's it so if you are you know frosty's kitchens oh sorry whitey's kitchens i can never remember which one's the actual one uh hit them up we've got an email we can send out the package we actually can send out to people if you are interested uh gives you all the details of what's involved and, and how you can get a part of it i might even uh, put the brochure up on our Facebook page at some stage as well so you can download and look at it for yourselves. Uh, but it is the more official way of getting uh, your name on the car. If you don't want to do that option and you just want to donate, no problems at all. Happy with that. If you want to make us do something stupid to donate, happy for that as well. We'll go into that in a sec. But um, Vic has said he'll do anything for money, uh, and especially if it's money going to Cancer Council uh the, the charity cancer council so anything uh, that won't get me arrested <laughs> what was you that said previously? that was questionable last time too yeah well the thing depends is, on the amount 
in places we're going to be, is there going to be much of the police people around? That Who is knows? true. That is true. Yes. So for but, the right price, there is always a right price. The price is always right. So, well, not the price. There is a right price if you want him to do something. Uh, there are dress-up days as well. So we got Punk is one of the dress-up days that you'll see uh, us dress up with. We have no idea what we're doing yet. If you've got a suggestion, no, please let us know. Not a clue. Uh, we will be doing content around this as well. So if you do sponsor, uh, if you do donate, we will happily shout you out on all all the stuff to do with this. We'll do catch-up episodes like this on the way towards the thing, plus we're actually going to try and uh, do videos while we're out there as well. And um, if we can find some internet somewhere, we'll even stream a few nights and and have a bit of a chat with you and things like that. Speaking of nights... <laughs> The car itself, we picked the smallest car we could possibly do because this is. Did we talk about the reason we've got this car? It's it's a fifteen hundred dollar maximum spend on the car, right? It, or not even that. You've got to prove that it's only worth fifteen hundred dollars. Like yeah. you can't go yeah. buy a, a Prado off your mate that's fifteen hundred bucks. You've got to prove that this car is worth that much, and it can't be a four wheel drive. So, because oh, you wouldn't drives. know, you wouldn't know the punishment. Four vehicles that are deemed to be unshipbox worthy, either. Would you? No, I don't. I've got no idea. Good. <laughs> are you stitching me up here? Is, I don't know. Is this Scorpion no, worth fifteen hundred and one dollars? Are you going to get me punished? Is that what you're talking about? I may have checked. They're... The Scorpions are somewhat rare, but the condition of this said Scorpion, I believe, is going to save us from. It fits the shipbox perfectly. Um, <laughs> the the phrase "the pole" is okay. uh, often known around shipbox circles. Okay, and I don't want to know. If you can imagine what that is, you're probably spot on. <laughs> so anyway, so. that that is the condition of the shipbox trailer. You have to have a car that's worth under fifteen hundred dollars. The Scorpion uh, is a hand me down to Vic from nineteen eighties. If you're watching any of our content uh, as of all or previous to this um, podcast, we have now done liveries. All our liveries now for Locked On Racing are Shipbox Rally ones. So they're the the rusty brown with the duct tape uh, and, and stickers uh, getting put on it. So if you see the cars running around like that instead of our normal sexy black and pink and blue, that is why, because uh, they are replicating the Scorpion's look and how it will look by the time we get going. There's some pretty cool stickers we've got lined up to to appear on the car. Uh, so yeah, I hope to because... cover the speed holes. <laughs> That's it. So well, those cars that Wilco's talking about, it's going to be in on the eight six series of a Thursday night. Wilco usually streams that, so you're likely to see him in it there. The boys are doing OSR twelve uh, hour Bathurst coming up with the Merc GT four. And Timmy Corn's painted that one up lovely. So keep an eye out for the stream of that. You'll see it on there for sure. You'll also see that one on SimSpeed TV. If, yes. If in the first two hours of the thing, don't expect it in the final two hours of SimSpeed when they do the end of the race. Definitely expect it in the first two hours. Okay. So we're running and, the GT4 in that series. And quick shout out to Timmy Corn for his work with the yeah. paints. <laughs> Done fantastic. Oh, no, always it. does. Always does. He's such a legend. So thank you, Tim, for that and it's um one of those little requests you, you i threw out at him and didn't expect anything really and um he's done an absolutely amazing job and then we went down the rabbit hole stickers last week and um yes we got some 
good ones, which is now led into a, uh, if you're in our Discord, there is a button box sort of set, a sound bar. Um, the sound bar. <laughs> with, with some of these things in there as well. So uh, join our Discord, lockedonlays.com slash Discord, uh, or hit me up if that, I don't, I haven't tested that link. I've just threw it out in the podcast I recorded last night. It should work, maybe, but um, if it doesn't, hit me up uh, on the Facebook page and I'll probably put a link up on the Facebook page soon anyway. But um, look, it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. I was talking about the car itself. We've got to fit everything we need to survive the seven days in this car. That's where it gets interesting. (laughs) Yes. So we will be rocking into towns of a night. We don't have to do food. The, The food is provided. Uh, which is great. Thank you very much for that. But we need a swag to to sleep in. We need our clothes. We need many many piles of deodorant. Yes. Um, esky with with fluid to keep us fluids up. Mountains of duct tape and zip ties. Just that sounds bad if you put it in that context with no actual other context. That's to fix the car, not for me and Vic in the swag stuff. So, um, well, uh, for the right price, I guess. Right price. <laughs> so yes, uh, we've got to fit all this stuff in the car. So uh, are we? Are we officially said we're removing the back seats of this car? That's the plan. That's the plan. It hasn't happened yet. <laughs> as as Vic told you, you had to get two spare wheels in in somewhere. Yeah, so. you're supposed to take two spare tires with you, a jerry can. So roof racks may happen at some stage, but back seat coming out is very likely because even if we were to try and take passengers in the back of a two-door is probably not anyone's first pick of somewhere to yeah. fit. So this so, is also the other part. We, we will be driving with seven other cars at a time. There's, what, 250 cars registered, right? Yes. I we think broke... it's 225 oh, right. and the teams in support. ship boxes and then 25-odd support cars. Um, they split you into buddy groups of seven or eight cars that you travel together with so that you're not trying to convoy 220 cars because <laughs> that's reasonably unsafe. Yes. Um, so, yeah, if your car happens to not survive or if you break down during the day, you call support over the UHF. If it can be fixed easily and quickly on the side of the road, they'll get you going again. If not, on the back of the car trailer into camp that night where they have triage of the evening where everyone gathers around has a couple of beverages and watch watches the support legends work their magic and get the majority of the cars back on the road. If for some reason you have a catastrophic event and it can't continue, you get a nice medallion the next morning, your car's deemed dead, and you split your stuff and your person's in between other cars in your buddy group and carry on to the finish. So we're trying to avoid other people coming with us is what you're saying? Well, I'm saying I don't think they'd want to, regardless. No, they'd, they'd be <laughs> struggling sure to fit in of, there. I'm sure out of the seven other cars in our group, <laughs> any of them option. are going to be a better option yeah. than the backseat of a Scorpion. Yeah, probably. You are you so, are correct. So yeah. By removing the seats, I don't think we're going to be causing any problems. Yes. So, look, there's a lot of downside to this, I guess, but it's not. It's, it's going to be it's going to be an awesome trip, and I can't wait. So, um, it's... J-Mac, is there anything in particular that you're looking forward to on this trip or you and your driving partner that are getting you excited at the moment? Yeah, I mean, getting a car to start with, so we haven't got a car as yet. 
Um, so if you know a car, if you've got a $1,500 ship box, uh, J-Max looking. Looking. So we'll see. Um, hopefully you have that by the end of March. But just getting out there, seeing the Outback, just doing it with all these, getting out there with the new people, seeing new towns, seeing all those new things as we go, and, and just the, the whole experience of it, just somewhat switch everything else off and just be part of it, be be in it, be part of it and, and enjoy it for that. Yeah, so the roads we're um, looking at driving on, I'm just seeing pictures. That there's obviously big, massive, uh, there's a road, dirt road with a big, massive puddle. And not that puddle, it looks like a lake that you got to drive through. Yeah, you have um, water water crossings and mm-hmm. all kinds of things like this. Uh, you've obviously got um, dirt tracks, which brings up its own um, issues. Uh, we, we're getting super good light truck tires, I believe, for this. Oh, vehicle. Well, that's the plan. I wouldn't say super good, but light truck tires, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so hopefully, maybe pun- walking in and saying, "Please give me the cheapest light truck tires you have." Yeah, that's it. Or we or, just find a truck on the side of the road when it's parked and just steal them. Who knows? We might be able to get some sponsorship. That's, that's it. it. If you're uh, keen to put tires on my car, donation. Do you know anyone that's runs a tire company in Adelaide? So that is the other thing. So there is donation, there is sponsorship, and there is what J-Mac just said was an in-kind donation. In-kind donation, is that what you said? Correct. Yep. Yes. So you can supply us with products for the trip, and we can write that off as the the, the equivalent value as part of the donation uh, for Cancer Council, and that sorts it out as well. So Correct. If you are in Melbourne or Adelaide, there are options for that as well. Mainly Adelaide, though, if you're listening from Adelaide, which I know the the sim racing community in Adelaide is massive. I don't know why, but everyone I've every other person I meet is from there ain't Mount Gambia or Adelaide, <laughs> and I'm from both. <laughs> yeah, you are from both. So shout out to Jason Fewens, what a legend. Um, so that's where we're at for this one they are doing another one if you are interested we talked about it last time because it's just been announced but they've just announced registrations for it which is the lunchbox rally uh, which is one that you can do with your kids so uh kids between i haven't got it in front of me j mac i'm gonna screw this seven up seven and 15 seven, seven and 15, 15. That's it. so seven and 15 they're shorter it's a shorter trip total it's shorter kilometers in the day uh, so it makes it much more kid-friendly. It's a four-day trip instead of a seven-day trip, but it's got all yeah. the same dealings. So you're raising money, you're you're doing doing the the driving as a group, big group, and and that kind of stuff. So if you are interested, head over to the Box Rally website, and uh, they'll have more information over there. So that'll be pretty fun as well. Um, I haven't got a date. So 27th of September till the 1st of October for that one is when they're, they're doing that. Uh, eight, 400, eight, 400 eight. kilometres a day. Yeah. And, and I believe that one, at, for the first time, they've got it restricted to people that have completed a box rally event in the past um, purely for logistical reasons, yeah. just to test it out and make sure it's a feasible system, yeah. obviously. When you're planning these sort of events, it's not, the easiest thing and planning one with children would be rather daunting i would believe so respect the idea that yeah they're keeping it closed to people that have done a box rally event before but i would assume that after the first one and they've ironed things out that it'll open up to first timers as well so yeah and we talked about this last time that you guys didn't hear was if you are interested in doing any of the ones so the mystery box the ship box or the lunch box 
register just register your interest uh which puts you on a mailing list because you don't get an offer unless you are registered it's not something they just go hey who wants to do it and then you can just roll up and say hey i'm doing it there the wait lists are massive for this thing so spots spots fill quickly because they do it they do it as 50 percent who has been previously and a mix of 50% of newcomers to it. So that way everyone feels safe on it. They've got someone mm-hmm. around them who has done it before. So you, you're not just abandoned out the middle of the outback with <laughs> no one knowing what's going on. But um, So it, it takes a while to get into it, but once you're in, that's it, you're in. Get yeah, registered in. And, and as soon as you see it come up, able to fully register for that rally, get in register for it. Yeah, definitely. So I would 100% recommend that. Now. Vic, you've driven this car once already. Can you give us a, a rundown of the condition that this car, this Mitsubishi Scorpion from 1980 that's in a beautiful brown, what kind of condition it's in at the moment? Uh, mechanically, great. Cosmetically, far from great. Um, <laughs> uh, but my parents had quite a bit of work done to the engine uh, before my mum turned ill four years ago. And then the car didn't get driven for three years. Um, it was then driven twice over the space of 12 months. And then I decided it'd be a great idea to jump in it and drive it from Mount Gambier to Adelaide. Um, somewhat disappointingly uneventful. It made it without a single problem. Um, it has travelled over 460,000 k's. I was surprised when I saw the odometer wow. reading. So it, it's seen some things. Yeah, um, I would imagine. Yeah, so it's, I don't know, well-travelled would be the answer, and it's about to be more well-travelled. <laughs> Definitely. My, my, my parents used to cut firewood as somewhat of a, a money earner, and they used to use the Mitsubishi Scorpion to tow the trailer of firewood. So... <laughs> It's done things that it shouldn't, and it's going to do more things that it shouldn't. <laughs> a lot more. Much <laughs> like Vic himself, the car it doesn't come too far from the person. I'm flicking through and trying to find out where it runs from. It's all over the place. We've got some WA people in our rally. We've got Victorians, New South Welshmen. Um, the, the people you meet is one of the best things to come out of it. Like the, the people I've met and come across in the two rallies in the past, like I have lifelong friends that I met on the first rally. Um, our buddy group in the first rally was a rather eclectic bunch. <laughs> I'm a builder, plasterer myself. We had a paramedic, an anaesthetist, a dentist, two coppers from WA, uh, two people that work in underground mines that happen to be ladies. So um, what else do we have? Just, yeah, construction manager from Melbourne, just totally random people, and it's just like-minded people in the same place doing a really cool thing, and it's fun. It's Ooh, we got yeah. the kiwis coming over. Flying kiwis are coming over to race from Pukakoi. Yeah, right. Yeah, in our rally, so that's pretty cool. But yeah, it's going to be very, very interesting. Uh, like I said, the, the best way for you to be involved is donate or sponsor or like. Kind donations. So if you can do that, lockedonlads.com slash charity. Uh, 
quickly chat on the the 12 hour we are doing this weekend we're going to be doing a couple of um sort of donation drives i guess this is a very poor one because i just have not had the time to publicize what we're doing um but we are racing for 20 for 12 hours this weekend uh so we will be pushing it on the stream and hopefully you guys can get behind it and send some cash our way and we'll get this thing up because like i said five thousand is the minimum we don't want to be just getting there with the minimum um that would be uh, a little bit annoying but i know times are a little bit tough at the moment but if you can spare anything every little cent will help um but the 12 hour this weekend uh is the first of those donations there'll be another we'll do another endurance race between now and then we're, we're sort of signed up for the gents um enduro season so maybe some of those events might be part of it i want to do a, an actual live podcast at some stage between now and then as well that sort of is part of it so keep an eye out for those ones as well and like i said we will be getting updated uh episodes oh, episode updates i guess on where we're at um J Mac, where are you guys in your planning? You talk about you haven't got a car yet, you're hoping to get one by March. You, you are donating fairly significantly at the moment. We, Is it just on the back warmer back burner at the moment, or you um are you starting to really gear up? So a little bit on the back burner. We've got a few things family wise to get through in Feb. And then in March is when we're really going to start looking towards car. But we thought let's like the the box really sort of said in one of the things, don't worry about the car, you've got plenty of time to sort that out get your donations done, get yourself locked down with that a bit. So we went out and hit hit sponsors up pretty quickly and pretty hard and um, and got the ball rolling on that one and thought once we get that done, that's just one less stress to worry about. And then um, finding a car could be a lot easier than than uh, finding donations at the moment in some ways. We so, thought it went the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you had access to a car already. We, we sort of did and didn't. So we thought, well, let's let's concentrate. The opposite way yeah. and uh, and go with those donations first, get that done, and then um, we've got a little bit more time up our sleeve to to think about a car. We've still got eight months, so if we don't get it for another couple of couple of months from now, that's probably not a too bad. We we can um, plan ourselves out a little bit more and and then um, take our time to get the car ready and and make sure it's uh, hopefully going to make it the whole way. And hey, if the Scorpion survives and it, the it one will. you're looking at falls through, who knows? Mm, that's it. This is another that's thing it. we haven't really touched on. Uh, the car will actually get sold at the end of the trip. So we c- uh, Bic uh, has the right to buy it or or not put it in the auction, pay to not put it in the auction at the end because he has to somehow get home from Alice Springs back to Adelaide and that is his plan. Um, however, uh, if, if J-Mac was to offer a good amount of money, uh, Vic might be flying home. And or if the, <laughs> the Scorpion decides it doesn't want to make it, Vic might be walking home. <laughs> we'll yeah. see. I'm sure I can hitchhike. That's it. Who knows? So that, that is part of it. The, there is a, a big celebration when we get to the end. So um, that'll be fun. But, um, yeah, it's there, there's all kinds of ways you can support. So if you've got a locked-on car to put in your collection in your museum, uh, there is that option. We, we, we will get tickets for Vic if you, um, if you want to buy the car. As, as a good thing to put in a, a museum somewhere? Because it is a pretty special car, isn't it, Vic? Well, it's somewhat rare. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Once can... again, there's probably some purists that aren't too impressed about the fact of what I plan to do with it. 
<laughs> That's unfortunate. Um, I have had someone offer to purchase most of the interior out of it um, because, yeah, they're rare cars and it's not in terrible condition. So it has got knows? some good speed holes, though. Yeah, I thought I'd. The people listening may see some videos coming up soon. Send a video through to the guys today of some more close-ups of some of the awesomeness of the Mitsubishi Scorpion. Because, uh, yeah, the speed holes, they are advancing. <laughs> so, yes, we I have some audio and I have the video and I'll be mashing these two uh, different pieces of entertainment together to make one piece of entertainment and I'll put it up on the website, hope on the website, on the um, Facebook page over the next couple of days so you can see what we're going to put up with for the yes. seven days that we're doing this for. So, yeah, can't wait. It's going to be good. Um, Vic, what have I missed so far? What What is something um, that we, because we're, we're, we're 37 minutes in, I know I've missed talking about something. Yeah, so the other one of the other big parts that JMAC touched on is the support that the box rallies does bring to the communities that you travel to. Um, you're rolling into small country communities that are often isolated from most of the country. 500 people roll in, and as a part of the rally, we pay before we leave a catering and camping fee, which is then passed on to the communities that you stop at. When we rock up at night time, they supply us with a lovely cooked dinner, cook us breakfast the next day, and then give us a packed lunch to go out with. Um, the pubs, obviously. Safe to say that at the end of a long day, there's a couple of drinks had of evening. Um, and it can just give a massive amount of money through these small towns that may not see it very often. Um in the last podcast, I said the story of the William Creek Pub there in 2016 on the Mystery Box Rally that I did. We stopped at the William Creek Pub on one night. The Udnadatta track had been closed for, I believe, a couple of months up before the rally. It opened a couple of weeks before we went through, and then it was closed a week after. Um, and then, yeah, I believe the next year, one of the shipbox rallies went through there and James Freeman, the guy that runs the rally, they stopped in for a drink and the owners informed him that the rally coming through was pretty much what kept them afloat the previous year with the income they made in one night because the road was shut for so long. So it just, it's an example of what the rally can bring. And yeah, it's once again, it's good people having a good time, but also doing some really good things for communities and raising money for the cancer council along the way and it's many many different good things come out of one event and it's just yeah really good don't know what else anything else you got on that Jamie? No, yeah so i mean a lot of those a lot of these towns are like you say less than 100 people in them um one maybe two pubs and yeah, 500 people rolling in, everyone buying a beer or finding themselves something uh, as a souvenir or anything like that. And the, the few shops that may be around, um, it's great cash injection for them. And yeah, but they, they just get 
people in and, and gives them a chance to actually have some fun for a night with, with 500 people that they don't know that become their new best friends for a night. Yeah, yeah most of them will put on some form of entertainment and the, the first entertainment you get each evening is when you pull up into the fuel line because you can imagine <laughs> there's 250 cars all needing most of the time a full tank of juice. Scorpions so, are pretty good on fuel, doesn't it? I don't know. <laughs> don't know. We're gonna we're gonna find out. <laughs> um, it, it's it made it from Mount Gambit, Adelaide, so that's a good start. That's a very good start. Um, I was gonna say we yeah. um we we touched on it on the Locked On Lads Man Cave episode that's gonna air in the next couple of days as well. We did the mental health one last night. Uh, just just getting face to face chatting with other people that you haven't met before and um, things like that for towns like this who don't. Get people outside of their 100, 200, 300 people uh, is is a huge help just for just mentally for these people just to be able to see contact with some outside friendly faces. Um, like you can't put a price on that side of stuff, let alone the cash injection you're putting into the town as well. So um, it's winning all around, and and that's why any donation towards this helping us be able to do this is not going to go to waste because it's going to help so many people along the way. So don't forget and it, that. It goes back to the, the, the fundraising part of it with the Cancer Council that it whilst they're raising money for Cancer Council, they're trying to do it to inject that back in that money back into the outback areas to raise awareness for people in, in these remote communities that get checked, get all those sorts of things because the message doesn't always get as far as what we think. We're all used to being in the main community areas or main townships you get you get in your face a lot get yourself checked there's all these can the different cancers out there but people out in the remote communities don't get as much access to these things so they're trying to get that out there and get that message and get the the needs that they the things that they need out to them to get get these things done yeah no there's there's winning all around in this and it's such mm. a good cause and um yeah, the camaraderie, all that kind of stuff. Even like the five hundred people that are going on this trip are going to have such a great time and and remember it for life, as I said. But uh, they'll remember Vic for life anyway. That that shipbox that that somehow made it all the way to Alice Springs. It'll be a story they tell their kids and their kids tell their kids. You're going to be famous, Vic. I tell you what, now the locked on lads car will be famous. Um, if you are interested in it, any any other kind of help you can give us, uh, contact us at lockedonlads.com is the website or hit us up on the Facebook page. We're happy to um, work with anyone. Uh, and and if you've got any ideas, let us know. Like I said, the main objective is for us to get over that 5,000 and then keep on going um, and, and help out as many as much as we can towards this great cause. Um so, Vic, I guess you've told the story a couple of times, but um, you're going to be a newborn father. <laughs> uh, so, again, uh, just, yeah. <laughs> just before this, this is why we have a backup driver that fell through. So, what's happening with you, mate? <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, a little backstory people might have heard in other podcasts or talking about bits and pieces. Me and my wife sadly lost our first son. Uh, October 23, at eight months old, but we're expecting a little rainbow baby, another little boy, and he's due May the 13th. Um, One month before. <laughs> yeah, everything's going well, and the wife's 
growing another large baby. So there's a good chance that he'll come a little bit early. But yeah, I'm going to be sadly <laughs> leaving behind my wife and one slash two month old baby for probably 11 days to drive across the countryside with a giant hairy baby. So <laughs> um, <laughs> hopefully Wilco shits himself a bit less than the one I leave behind. And Could wait, smell least, bad though. At least you've got to clean it up still. That's the main thing. <laughs> uh, no. So, for the uh, right price, yeah. Vic. <laughs> no, there's no price for that. There's no one to pay me enough to clean Wilco's. I'm just trying to match the interior with the outterior, mate. <laughs> the interior is in pretty good nick, so please don't shit yourself. I told you we're trying to sell it. Okay. No problem. Um, Aren't we trying to get it back to Adelaide? Isn't going to be. I thought it was going to be our next big endurance racing car, but anyway. Well, we don't need the interior if it's a race car, so. Yeah, I suppose. But yeah, we digress. Yes, I. We're excited to be, yeah, expecting another little man to bring into the world. But yeah, the wife's safe to say she's not too impressed with the idea. But it's one hey. of those ones where all good marriages. That's all wife's all for forgiveness and permission. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hey, love, I'm going to do this. Yes. And she loves me. Not sure why, but hey, don't question it. Hey, you don't question the mentally insane. You don't. You never know what they're going to say. So just go with it. That's the main thing. So yes. Um, look, I'm, as I've said a few times, I'm pretty excited about it. Um, J Mac, have you got any links? You haven't got any links yet, have you? No, we haven't really. There's just the we give. You're uh, way ahead of us, so don't don't donate to J Mac. Yeah. Just just donate to us. That'd be great. Yeah, support these guys because yeah, well, let's <laughs> we get them it. on the rally first, and let, they're they're off first. Let's get them supported and get them on their rally first. So, yeah, the link that Will goes put out there and said, yeah, jump on there, put out what put in whatever you can. Now, J Mac, I'm, I'm going to go to Vic in a sec, but the one thing you have to take with you, what is it? One thing I'm going to take with me. Yep. Um. So there's one thing that's a bit of fun between me and my teammate. I used to have a little mini, um, Layla Mini 76, and it was Kermit Green. <laughs> and we happened to be away one time at, in the Apollo Bay and there was a carnival on. We managed to win a giant Kermit the Frog. <laughs> I still have it to this day. I don't have yes. a mini, mini anymore, but the green Kermit the Frog is going to be sitting in the back seat on our in our car. So it has to go with us. You're in the back uh, seat. How do they get a back seat, Vic? Well, we're going to try. And they haven't got a car. Uh, uh, we're going to look enough for to get door. a car that <laughs> is a reasonable size. Next time, can we do it? I saw the the go the ghost uh, Ghostbusters car. Let's do that next time. So we have got like a full hearse. Something <laughs> the like that. mystery box rally I did. I did in a two forty Volvo station wagon. Oh, there you go. That's what we, we had needed. room for days. <laughs> oh, well. we had plenty of room. We inherited on the first day one of our buddy group cars broke down, so we inherited. Uh, I think it was six cartons of Great Northern. <laughs> um, quite a bit of luggage and a co-driver. So, yeah. So, I, Vic, have you got a must-take with for you at this stage? Yes. What is that? Don't say me. Baby wipes. Whew. Okay. Yes. Is this to get the dirt off your face from the air holes? 
just to get your dirt off of everything because quite often <laughs> the places you go to may not have a hell of a lot of sharing facilities for 500 people. Yes, that is true. I don't. So baby wipe showers are your friend. Okay, cool. That mm. sounds like a plan. I can't wait to see see you cleaning everything. It's going to be great. Um, I don't want you watching me. Yeah, yeah you don't want to watch that one. No, anyway, that is for the right price, you know, just, you know, locked on lads on <laughs> well, charity. On the right Locked price stuff, one of the things we did say last time is there are two dress-up days officially through the box rallies, but there are seven days in total. That leaves five options for you people if that you want us to dress five up. Five options. However, if, if, I'm taking, something... if I'm taking five extra outfits, mate, that's going to eat into the room we've got in the Scorpion. Come on, people. We can get them you in the bank. You need for five days. I was going to say, please Hold leave on, that we need reasonably clothes closed. Reasonably clothed for everyone else's benefit. Yes, because please. nobody needs to see either of us scandally clad. No, but you keep talking right about price. it. People are going to put it out there, but for the right price, <laughs> uh, we're, we're going to make some money out of this. You're going to get some entertainment, so it's all it's win, 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 win all the way around. So, um, no, it'll be not good. sure if you. Say me and you in a mankini that anyone thinks win. Well, don't put that into the universe. Just I said it. I, I yeah. edited it, editing that out of the podcast. You never heard a thing. Everyone, not a bad don't, idea. Don't tell anyone. Um, look, I think we see now start wrapping it up for the third time. Um, yes. But is it? Look, actually, that's what I was going to say. If anyone, I'm going to try and put this through the the ship box. Um, uh, different social links as well. If randomly you're doing the winter rally and you hear this, hit us up. We want to know some people before we get there. So we are keen to to get some craziness happening. Uh, we can be competitive without racing. Like we can beat them in donations or we can have a better dress up than them. Um, I'm happy for challenges. Let us know if you just happen to come across this podcast for some reason in mm. Pukekohe and Things like that. So, Tutgaruk in Victoria. Where's that? Anyway, there's some places out there. I tell you what. Um, but yeah, I'm keen to to meet up. Oh, not meet up, but uh, chat to some people before we go. If you are interested in working some stuff out, but otherwise, yeah. If you've got any suggestion that we do need to take with us or content that you want from us, uh, let us know. Um, you've got plenty of time um, to do that. But it is already in February, so things are rapidly increasing. Uh, if you're listening, Jay, uh, sim speed down the side of the car is a very serious option. If you want to donate, remember, sponsor $110 with a little bit extra for the donation. We can put sim speed on the car and really rock it. Um, if you're out there, uh, any of you other leagues, SRW has to put a sticker on there, you think, at some stage, wouldn't they? Yeah, you'd think so. I'm going to get stuck into them. Fuck it. Sinker, you better do it. Seriously. Anyway, uh, I challenge anyone to – I want to see as much as we can on the, from this iRacing community because I, I'm, I'm asking. That's why. Hey, for the right sponsorship, I'll let Sinker pass me every time he comes up behind me in the 86s. Then he'll spin Does, and crash anyway. <laughs> hey, you were supposed to leave that out. <laughs> no, no, no. I've got to say that. But doesn't Vic <laughs> spin and crash as well and then they overtake each other again? That's just fun. That's okay. what we do back there. 
Okay, We've got to keep ourselves entertained while you're getting disconnected when your internet crashes, you know. <laughs> too soon? Too soon. Way too soon. <laughs> anyway, we're not going to go into that tonight. Uh, look, thank you, Vic, for uh, letting me talk to you for the third time about this. Uh, I feel like I'm more educated every time I get to talk to you about it. Uh, at some stage, I watch the videos I need to watch between now and the cutoff date for that yeah. as well uh, and, and do that. But uh, like I said, Thank you for so much for giving us our time for this. Thank you for the opportunity to be going in this. And thank you for the car as well. So being able to see the Locked On Lads car uh, and the, the liveries that have come out of it already. We haven't even done up the Scorpion yet. So um, thank you so much for that. Thanks, J-Mac, for being probably the worst backup driver in history. Um, so it's not exactly that's my fault. Because Vic did say to me, go and register. <laughs> you so didn't did. have to listen to Vic. What's the number one rule in Locked On Lads? Don't listen to Vic. I thought it was aimed for your teammate. Uh, <laughs> your teammate to the best <laughs> targets. Yeah, that's it too. Um, but, yeah, look, thank you for, for coming along the journey with us anyway. Uh, if you are interested, like I said, lockedonlads.com slash charity. Lockedonlads.com for the slash Discord for the Discord link. Uh, check us out on Facebook because we are going to be putting a whole heap of content up on there. Uh, thank you for listening. The next episode will be a more serious iRacing one for the end of the season slash predictions for the start of the new season because we are already approaching the end of season one in iRacing for 2024. Who would believe the rains are coming, people? The rains are coming. So be ready for that. But uh, thank you guys for, for helping us out. Thank you to all those people in advance for who are going to help us out in the future as well. And we will be back sometime soon. I'm not locking in a date because life is still crazy. But, um, yes, we will be back soon. And, yes, definitely remember your teammate is the best target. And check out SimSpeed on the weekend for us doing a bad job of driving a GT4 around the Bathurst 12-hour. I can't wait. But uh, till next time, have a great night and bye for now. <laughs> <laughs>